Welcome to the Aquademia Podcast. Our diet is hurting the environment in myriad ways. I mean, we desperately need to eat more seafood. This is a pioneering industry with a whole lot of people who have really good ideas and a lot of experience and are unafraid. Aquademia is your go-to podcast for a fresh take on all things seafood. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Aquademia Podcast. I'm Sean O'Loughlin. I'm Justin Grant. And I'm Maddie Cassidy. And this week we are releasing this episode a little bit early, a few days early, boop, because boop. we wanted to make sure that we got it out before what would have been Cena 2020. As you may know, you probably do know if you're in the industry. Hopefully by now you know. Yeah, you hopefully by now you Surprise. know. Surprise! <laughs> uh, Seafood Expo North America in Boston has been postponed until you know we're awaiting further notice on when that is going to be rescheduled. But as of right now, it is not happening when it, it was planned to happen. And so we wanted to make sure that we got the word out to everyone. If you were planning on coming to talk to us, finding us at our booth or doing some recording with us, we wanted to let you know that, hey, we won't be there because no one will be there. We also wanted to make sure that you knew that we're not going completely dark during this time. We're still doing some recordings. We had some interviews scheduled at the show that we are now going to be doing digitally, so we're not missing out on on any recordings that we planned. And we also are going to be holding a GAA stakeholder update. And when I say we, I don't mean the three of us. I mean Global Aquaculture Alliance is going to be hosting a webinar on Thursday, March 19th at 11 a.m. And it's going to be the GAA stakeholder update. Maddie, can you just talk real quick about kind of what we mean when we say that? Yeah, sure. So every year, twice a year, we have a stakeholder update meeting, which is usually at the Boston Seafood Show and then also at our annual goal conference. And this year we're going to be having it digitally because we obviously can't have it in person yet. So we would love it if you could join us. The stakeholder update meeting is usually different representatives from different parts of GAA and best aquaculture practices come together and talk about recent accomplishments and then also goals and things that are coming up on the horizon, things to look forward what to. What we're doing. Yeah. So like an update for our stakeholders. Kind of. Yeah. Almost. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. (laughs) So we will put a link in the show notes to register for the webinar if you'd like to join. We'd love to have you to come. But if you can't make it at that time, we'll also have a recording of the webinar that we can share on our Twitter page that you'll be able to watch afterwards. Yeah. And uh, if you need a little more incentive, I've heard that there's a really exciting person hosting that webinar. Really? Um, So get excited. You may recognize his voice. (laughs) So yes, please join us for that webinar. I think you'll find some really interesting and valuable information there. So without any other further ado, let, let's get into the topic for today's short little tweener. Yeah, let's do it. Maddie, take it away. So as you probably remember, last month, Justin and I did our first episode without Sean. How many times can we mention that we did an episode <laughs> without Sean? I don't, I don't remember that. You keep forgetting to way. add that it's been the most successful one so far. Which is also <laughs> not true. <laughs> but it was a very good episode. It you guys, you guys did a really, really good job. If I'm anything, proud we of you. proved our independence a little bit and showed that we are more than capable to uh, produce something without our head hot head. Well, we we recorded it, but Sean stole. You did a great job. <laughs> Took I, him eighteen days. To I, edit. Edit, <laughs> I edited out a whole lot of insults. <laughs> just so you know. Just kidding. So that episode was about responsible consumption and production of farmed seafood 
which is part of our Aquaculture 101 campaign this year. And this year, Aquaculture 101 is focused around the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. So each month we're doing a blog post, an infographic, video, and a podcast episode about each of the goals that we're covering and how they relate to seafood, particularly farmed seafood, because that's what GAA is mostly focused on. So this month, March, is actually World Nutrition Month, if you didn't know. Mm -hmm. So this month we thought it would be perfect if we talked about the sustainable development goal number three, which is global good health and well-being. Which is a hot topic right now. Yes, if anyone very is, conveniently If anyone timed. has emerged from the cave that they live in, they are aware that this is a very hot topic in, this, in the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you're listening to this in the future, hopefully that means that coronavirus subsided. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're, I mean, that's, let's say it for what it is. The coronavirus is the reason that Cena 2020 has been postponed. It's the reason that a lot of other events have been temporarily postponed or canceled, and uh, it's causing some serious disruptions. And one of the biggest disruptions is obviously the health of the global population. And so- this is perfect that this week we're focusing on the health and nutrition sustainability goal. Yeah, definitely. So this goal is focused on the whole health of a person. So diseases and reproductive health and development, brain development and brain development, health coverage, access to safe medical care, all that kind of stuff. But the aspect of it that's most pertinent to seafood and farmed seafood is nutrition and diet. Because as we all know, seafood is an incredibly nutritious food and it has so many, so many health benefits. So we're going to kind of go through some of the health benefits of seafood, which if you're a seafoodie, hopefully you know a little bit about this. But we're going to do a deep dive in this episode. And if you want to learn more, then you can check out our blog post about this, which will be linked in the show notes. Yep. And we also have a, we can probably release this out in the wild, but we do have an interview with a registered dietitian, Sherry Clark, who sat down with us and talked about a lot of specific health benefits that seafood has. And you've heard some snippets from that in some of our first couple episodes, but I think maybe we can uh, work on getting that full interview out to people if they are interested. Let us know what you think. So to just give some context about this goal, the reason why it's so important and why it made the cut of becoming a UN SDG, which is what the Sustainable, sustainable Development Goals are called. Um, yeah, we just, uh, acronyms. All the acronyms. Welcome to the seafood industry. It's all acronyms. <laughs> so about 20% of the world's population doesn't get proper nutrition, which is a staggering number. So that means about one in five people is not eating properly. And that could mean they're not eating enough food, they're suffering from hunger, or it could mean that they have a poor diet. Maybe they can't afford healthier foods. Or maybe they can afford healthier foods and they just don't want to eat them. Or it's not available to them. Yeah, lots of different reasons. And a lot of people it. in, in uh, third world countries that l physically do not have access to healthier foods. Yes, totally. And as a result of that 20%, about 11 million deaths every year around the world are linked to bad diets. Wow. It's huge. It's that's why this goal is so, so important. And I believe and GAA believes and we believe that seafood can really help the world come closer to reaching this goal. 
because of all the health benefits associated with it. Mm -hmm. So the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, which is our kind of benchmark in the United States for diet and nutrition and all that kind of stuff, they recommend that people eat two servings of seafood every week to maintain a healthy diet. And that's because fish is packed with nutrients that so many people are lacking, like protein, iodine, vitamin D, omega-3 fatty acids, minerals, among other things. There's a lot of parts of seafood that are beneficial to people. And when we say two servings, what, uh, I'm trying to remember what Sherry said in our in our interview, but serving I think she said palm? a serving is about a, a size of your palm or your Yeah, hand. like a deck of cards, Yeah, basically. That would so, be considered like a serving. Exactly. Which is not a lot. No, it's, it's not really that not, di- not that difficult much. to work into your weekly. Uh, Definitely weekly not, diet. and I mean, if you're eating three meals a day, you're having 21 meals a week. So if two of those are centered around seafood, I think that that's pretty doable for people. I don't know many people that are having seafood for breakfast, but 14 meals are lunch and dinner. <laughs> Lux. Oh yeah. Smoked salmon goes really, really good with scrambled eggs. Cream cheese, bagels. Tuna sandwich for lunch for me. Does that count? Kipper snacks. Yeah, that totally <laughs> counts. Kipper snacks if you work in the PAP office. Uh, uh. <laughs> Why do those always come up? <laughs> because he brought them for breakfast one day and everyone, no one's going to let him forget it. People don't forget. People don't forget. So all of those health benefits that I just mentioned can translate into actually impacting your body because omega-3 fatty acids in particular have so many different impacts on your body so they can if you're eating the proper amount of omega-3 fatty acids which are very prevalent in seafood it can reduce cholesterol arthritis inflammation in the body and it can reduce the risk of heart attacks omega-3s are really good for your heart health Mm -hmm. and it also helps brain health eye health skin health a lot of people take um, fish oil, fish oil, vitamins or supplements every day because of the health benefits in fish. And omega threes are a essential fatty acid, which means our body doesn't make it. We can only get it by consuming it somehow. So that's just more incentive to seek it out and seek out foods that are high in those omega threes because it is something that is essential for our body that we're not able to actually make ourselves. That's a really good point. So here's where farmed seafood comes in. So wild seafood has all of those health benefits that we just mentioned. And farmed seafood is a little bit different because the nutrition value of a fish basically comes into play from the diet that the fish eats throughout Mm -hmm. its lifetime. So wild fish obviously make their own diets. They find their own food in the wild. And the people that are catching the fish don't have any control over what they're eating. and That's totally fine because wild seafood still has so many health benefits. But one of the perks of aquaculture is that the producers and the feed mill producers can specifically design the feed for fish to be as nutrient dense as it can possibly be. So we can fine tune every aspect of the feed to make the fish as healthy as possible, which then translate into huge nutrition value for the end consumer of the fish. Yeah, and that, you know, the feed has its own issues, and I'm sure that we'll get some people that would argue that there's a lot of sustainability issues surrounding the production of fish feed, production and use of fish feed, but um, we're not going to get into that right now. We've had a bunch of fish feed 
topics in the past. Actually, we can link to some of them in the show notes. But when it comes down to what Maddie is talking about, it's really beneficial to have as much control as you can over what these fish are eating, how much they're eating, and really fine tune that to get the optimum nutrition for the fish, which will then result in optimum nutrition in the final product. So another contributing factor to the lack of good diets in the population today is malnutrition, obviously. A huge percentage of people just don't have access to food that will enrich their diets. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, it's a huge problem. And a lot of times what causes malnutrition is the fact that these people don't have enough income to spend on healthy foods or they don't have access to places where they can buy healthy foods. So that's also where aquaculture can come in because certain types of aquaculture facilities can be put anywhere in the world, like pond aquaculture or RAS facilities. And those can be created in these rural areas to first create jobs for people so that they have income to spend on food, but also can supply the local population with a really healthy option for food. So it kind of has a two-pronged benefit to it. And there are a few different studies that have been done about the impact that fish farming has in these rural communities. And our blog post talks a lot about those. So we'll definitely link to that if you want to read more about it, because it's pretty interesting stuff. So Maddie, what can our listeners do now that you've kind of given them a breakdown of this specific SDG? I'm sure there's some people that are curious out there. Maybe we can point them in the right direction. Yeah, so we have some pretty basic suggestions that you can try to incorporate into your everyday life. So just being aware of the nutrition content of the food that you're eating is a huge way to make sure that you're getting what you need to eat. Yeah, and that's not just specific to seafood. It's all all food. Totally. Everything you eat. Yeah, and just making sure that you're getting enough protein, enough carbohydrates, enough fat. Those are the three kind of big groupings of diet that you need to be making sure that you're eating enough of. Also, make sure that you're taking care of your body. Make sure that you are making time to move your body, exercise, get outside. And if you're not feeling well, then go to the doctor and make sure that you have regularly scheduled health checkups with your physician if you have access to that. Lastly, you can try out some fun seafood recipes that we have. I know a few months ago, You guys, Justin and Sean, worked with Elise, the BAP marketing manager, on a shrimp taco boat recipe. Oh, so good. Shrimp taco (laughs) boats, is that the right name? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so yummy. Yeah. That recipe, I haven't tried it myself, but it's on my list. It looks so good. I ate an unbelievable amount of shrimp that day. Yeah. It was so delicious. I am sure, because it smelled really good in the office. So... We'll link to that in the show notes also, but just trying new recipes and incorporating different food groups that you don't normally try is a great way to get your nutrition. One uh, tip that I get from the coaches at my gym, I I go to a gym who have some really fantastic coaches who are just really, really deep wells of knowledge. And one thing that they recommend to easily get a, a good balance of nutritious foods on your plate is every meal that you make, you think of shades. So you, you want as many color shades on your plate as possible. So if everything is brown on your plate, there's probably not as good a chance that you're getting a well-balanced, nutritious meal as if you have something green and something orange and something brown and 
you know, like if you just get as many different shades, then it's likely that you're getting a lot of variety of different foods, fruits, vegetables, and meats that have different concentrations of different nutritious elements in them. Yes. So that's talking about different colors of condiments. No, I'm not talking ketchup and mustard and relish. No, we're talking if you have a green vegetable and maybe an orange vegetable and then you have some fruit for dessert. So like if you can look at your plate and see a lot of different color shades, generally you know that it's kind of like a a quick little cheat sheet of like, okay, this is a pretty well-balanced, nutritious meal. Mm. So that's one thing that that I see a lot. I think it's nice and easy for people to digest. Yeah. Justin, your wife's a dietitian. Yeah, she is. And so does she, can you think of any tips that she's like instilled in your brain about she things? She makes Our Justin focus is, eat fast food. Uh, she knows she can't control my diet <laughs> when I'm at work. So that's why if you guys see, well, no, if you do see what I eat, it is pretty healthy. But it took time. I was not a healthy eater. And then she's shown me creative ways or try new things that I didn't think would taste good. And I realized they did. And so not only has my diet changed, but we started our kids off at a very early age eating a lot of variations of things. And that is when they come home and say, I want carrots. I know we've, Mm. we've made it. Yeah. That's, (laughs) but that was persistence and not giving a lot of, you know, if you open up a cupboard and you have a lot of that candy, the gummies and things of that nature, the kids are going to gravitate towards that. But that's our house, when you open it up and it's healthy snacks, that's really the only option. So that's all they kind of know. Yep, yeah, nice. Anything else with the SDGs? No, that's episode? pretty much it. If you want to see more of our Aquaculture 101 content, you can look the hashtag Aquaculture 101 up on any social media platform and stuff will come up that you can learn from. Yeah, and if you're looking for additional resources or you want to contact us, feel free to email us, podcast at aquaculturealliance.org. And speaking of social, we are on social at Aquademia Pod. Call and leave a voicemail, 1-603-384-3560. And if you're feeling crazy, make sure to leave us a review on whichever platform you're listening on. That's right. Do the things. Find us on the stuffs. <laughs> I, I'm really, you know, I'm sorry that we're not able to meet up with a bunch of our listeners who we were hoping to connect with uh, in Boston, but, you know, we're look, still looking forward to goal in Tokyo right now. and meeting up with everyone in future at future events. And like I said, reach out to us digitally and we're happy to, to work with you. Yeah, and those of you who are listening really close to the release date of this episode, make sure to wash your hands and stay safe out there. And yep. Use mm-hmm. common sense. Don't, yep. don't risk it. It's not worth it. Thank you so much. Uh, we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Ciao.